Hi there, my name is Juanita and you're listening to Addicted to Chaos. Okay, how are we doing today guys? Um, It feels good to be uh, recording again. I am terrible at this consistency thing. Consistency with anything just in general is just not, it's not my strong suit. I could probably do a whole fucking episode on consistency and how bad I am with that shit. And like, I think that's also the reasoning behind why like my entrepreneurial ventures haven't succeeded. Like not one of them has succeeded because I haven't been consistent with anything. And it's because I just get as I said in a previous episode, like I just get bored with things. Also, if you can hear me scratching, I'm so sorry. I'm just like super fucking itchy for whatever reason. I did just get out of the shower. Um, so I went to work today and then I went to the gym with my friend and then I showered and now I'm recording this podcast and it's like nearly 11 o'clock at night. Um, and I should be in bed because obviously I have work again tomorrow, but I'm no, I wanted to record a podcast. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm just so fucking itchy. Ah. Okay, so I've got a little bit of a life update for you guys. Um, I feel like a bit better. My mental health is definitely um, has definitely improved in the last uh, week or so. Yeah, about a week. It has definitely improved. Um, so yeah, when I first started my medication, I was just feeling super fucking nauseous all the time. Like just wanting to vomit. And my identity crisis and all of that stress was definitely not fucking helping. So whether it's my medication that's leveled my head out... Or whether I'm just generally feeling more optimistic because I do have these periods of like, I'm like super high and then I'm super low and then I'm high again and then I'm normal and then I'm low and then I'm high. And it's honestly like my brain is exhausting. Like being inside my head. Yeah, I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. It's kind of a nightmare sometimes. I really need to stop fucking itching my legs. Juanita, stop itching your legs. Okay. So yeah, I'm feeling a, a lot better on my medication. Um, I've been taking that every single day. I actually need to go back to my doctor and get more because it's not just medication that you can just like come off of apparently. Um, and also if it is my medication that's making my mental health better at the moment, I definitely don't want to come off of it and then go back to that like anxiety and depression that I was under, like with my identity crisis and you know, and even when I think about my identity crisis at the moment, I think, I don't know, like I think, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But I'm just not as anxious and stressed about it as I know I would be. And so it's almost like I don't quite feel like myself. I don't have brain fog or anything. Like my medication hasn't done that to me. But it's almost like I just feel weird. And I don't know whether it's me just accepting the fact that I don't know what I want to do with my life. Or it is in fact this medication. Who fucking knows? I don't know. (laughs) My doctor will probably tell me that it's medication. But I don't know if I'll believe her. So, um, yeah, that goes into, I still don't know what I want to fucking do with my life. Um, I'm still working at my job, which is going fine. Um, things are picking up and I'm having a record month at work at the moment. So yay me. Um, and yay to everybody who works with me as well. Yay to my team, you know, like good on us. Um, but yeah, still don't know what I want to do with my life. I definitely want to stay there, um, for a while yet. Um, and I was actually thinking about going back to uni and uni (laughs) and I was thinking about going back to uni and studying marketing like actually doing like a bachelor in marketing but I feel like I'm like I'm learning a lot more on the job than maybe what I I don't know who knows I might benefit from doing a marketing degree but I did minor that was one of my minors as I've said before in a previous episode in my in my bachelor's degree um anyway so 
I don't know. And I feel like just adding, adding more stress to my life isn't exactly what I need right now. And that's the thing. That's why I called this podcast Addicted to Chaos because genuinely like I just can't fucking help myself. So, cause even though like I have literally filled up my life plate, like I am constantly doing something like if I'm not working I, and you know, it's, it's after work, I'm doing something with a friend or I'm doing something with my family or I'm making questionable decisions. Um, <laughs> and you know, like on my weekends, like I'm always fucking doing something. I don't know. Like my, my friends, they're always like, you know, I'm never, I'm never that person. Like if, if you ever have a conversation with me, I'm never that person that's like, you know, if you ask me, oh, you know, like, how you been? I'm not just going to be like, oh, you know, same old. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The day that I say same old, I, I don't think I'm ever going to say that. It, it'll, it'll be, I don't know. That'll be me when I'm dead. That's, that's what I'll be saying when I'm in hell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I believe in heaven and hell. I don't know what happens after death. Who fucking knows? I don't want to talk about that right now. That is the uncomfortable truth. Um, for those of you who have read uh, the uh, Mark Manson's uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, such an amazing book, by the way. Um, I read that a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, that can be a completely fucking different episode. Mortality. Definitely don't want to talk about that today. Anyway, I don't know what fucking tangent I just went on and where I was coming from or where I was going with that one. Um, but on other news, um, I do have a friend that has started an OnlyFans. And so many people in the last couple of years have been like, when are you doing? Like, you should do OnlyFans. Like, nah, nah, nah. And yes, I think that would be so amazing. And I'm so happy for the people that I do know. And like my friend who's just recently started it as well, who's doing OnlyFans and they're, you know, killing it. They're out there smashing it. And I'm so happy for them. And like literally like this friend in particular, like she's not even doing like, like porn or anything. Like she's just posting photos of her in like lingerie or like sexy clothing. You know what I mean? Or like just photos of her just in general, like stuff that like I might even just post on my Instagram kind of a thing. But she's getting paid for it. And so I think maybe I should just, you know, maybe, maybe I want to, maybe I want to do something like that. Like maybe that's another way of like making money, but like, I just can't, I can't. I can't bring myself, I don't know, I can't bring myself to do it. And I also, I still, uh, I don't know. We'll get onto the topic of being conservative soon. Um, to other news, um, I organised to go on a date with a girl. And I was, not only was I stood up, but I believe I was catfished. Uh, because uh, going back through the messages, so I waited an hour and five minutes for her at this restaurant. For her, um, I'm doing the little um, bunny ears. Is that what they're called? I don't know, quotation marks. Is that what they're called? I don't know. <laughs> Do I have a university degree? Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, but like she just kept coming up with like excuses as to like why she was going to be late and like, you know, what kept happening. And so I just kept waiting. And then, but then like she'd get messages, she'd send me messages like, oh, like, you know, she'd say like, oh, like I can pick you up on the way, like in the Uber or like, oh, you know, like, are you alone? Like that kind of a stuff. And also like now looking back, cause I met her on like Tinder, her, you know, bunny ears. Um, I met her on Tinder. And so, and like, also like looking back at her profile, I'm like, you know what? Like this could have totally been a fucking catfish. So, which is extremely frustrating. Um, so that didn't, that did not feel great. Yeah, kind of, that kind of sucked, to be honest, because I got all ready and, you know, I looked, I looked, you know, okay, and I, you know, went out on this date with a girl, which is, you know, things that I'm trying at the moment. Yeah, did, did not happen. So I reported the profile, um, because I do believe it was a catfish, and I blocked the number that I was texting, 
Um, and yeah, because like I didn't hear after she said that she was going to be there like soon, like I didn't hear anything from her for another like, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes or something. And so I was like, I'm just going to go. And then I waited, like I didn't block the number for another hour and I still had no messages from her, you know, bunny ears. And so yeah, I just blocked the number and I reported her account and I went home. So yeah, a bit unfortunate for me. I don't really have the best luck. Um at the moment when it comes to dating girls I find it like like I find it pretty easy like when I go out and like I'm with my friends and I'm in a club or I'm in a bar and like I'm drinking and like I find it fairly easy to find people to find like girls that I'm interested in to find girls that are interested in me as well but like on tinder and like because tinder's the only dating app that I'm on because to be honest like I have tinder kind of like ironically because everybody has fucking tinder because I don't necessarily I'm not like a dating type of person I know I had a boyfriend for like nearly two and a half years but He's been the only boyfriend that I have and like my default setting isn't to date people. My default setting is just to, to smash. <laughs> my default setting is just to satisfy my body physically and then put all of my, my emotional and mental like capacity towards like um, other things in my life and not towards dating someone. I don't know, maybe I should kind of like retrain my brain to think differently, especially if I, you know, want to have marriage and kids one day who fucking knows but that's not what I wanted to talk about today today I wanted to talk about um growing up in a conservative home so before I say anything about growing up in a conservative home I just want to say that and I have said this in a previous episode my mum is the best mum ever my you can you cannot get a better mum than my mum my mum is the absolute fucking best mum my mum was born to be a mum I love my mum she does not listen to this podcast she does not know it exists (laughs) God, I don't know what she'd say if she found out it exists. Um, I'd get a lecture, definitely. But my mum is an amazing mum. But um, I was brought up in a semi-conservative home. I wasn't brought up like in a super severe like conservative home. Like, like for example, like I know a lot of like religious families. Like um, their homes are extremely like conservative. Um, or even like people from different places of the world. Like they've got like it's very like extreme. Con- like extremely conservative um, in their homes. So I want to say that I was just brought up in a semi-conservative home. But growing up in my home, it was extremely conservative in comparison to my other friends' houses. And my, so my house was never like the house where, you know, everybody would like come over and get rowdy and like, you know, big sleepovers or anything. Like I had some sleepovers, but they were always like very respectable, like, you know, asleep by 9 p.m., you know. No drinking, no being loud, like none, none of that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I had an extremely, like I had an amazing childhood. Like I am extremely grateful and ex- like I am extremely lucky and so, so grateful that I had, that I have had the life that I've had so far and that I have the life that I currently have. Um, and I do, I love life so much. And I had a very happy childhood. Like I was an extremely happy child and I believe that my mother raised me well. I think that I've got good ethics and that I've got good morals. And, you know, I know that I'm a good person. I definitely have my faults. I'm no fucking angel. By absolutely no means am I a fucking angel. And so that's why, like, some of my friends, like, they think, like, like I don't know. It's not that they put me on this pedestal, but they almost, some of them are just like, you're such, like, a, you're, you know, you're such a kind person. Like, you're so amazing. And I'm like... Like, I don't know, am I, <laughs> am I really, like, that great? I don't know. Sometimes I think, you know, like, I am, I am a really wonderful person. And, and I do think that it's extremely important to love yourself. And I do have love for myself. But as I said in my previous episode, like, I still doubt myself sometimes. And I think that that's, like, 
completely okay. And it's good to question your morals and your ethics and whether you are a good person so that if, you know, if you're not a good person or if you're doing questionable things, you can identify those things and, you know, maybe work on that, improve yourself. So the pros to going up in my semi-conservative home were those things, were, you know, like my mum was fairly strict. I believe I was raised right. I was raised with, you know, I was raised to be a good a good person, a nice person, um, a proper person of society. Um, I learnt to, you know, I was raised to follow the law, like don't steal, um, treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> I was taught respect. I was taught that family is a lot and... And so I, I love my family my family is very close and I'm very thankful that I have the family that I have. I wasn't raised eating roll-ups and sugar and, you know, Cocoa Pops every fucking morning. Like I was raised, um, you know, eating well. Um, my mum always like, you know, it was nice cooked like home meals, you know, it was like, like chicken and veggies and there was, you know, we didn't have dessert all the time and on the occasion where we did have dessert, I wouldn't get it unless I ate all of my dinner first. There was no snacking before dinner. Um, you know, I was taught that exercise is a good thing. Um, I was always encouraged to do sports, so I grew up. There's a couple sports that I did, like, growing up. I, I was always a dancer, but I also did t-ball, I did tennis, I did swimming. Not all at the same time. Oh my god, my mum did not exhaust me like that. Um, but I always had something going on. I always danced and then I had like other things going on on the side as well. My mum is also my biggest supporter. She is completely behind me with my ambition, my drive and, you know, my passion to, to really, <laughs> quote unquote, make it in this world. So there are definitely pros to growing up in like a semi-conservative household. However, there are cons that come with it as well. And so I just kind of want to address, address some of those and kind of have a little bit of a discussion on those. So one thing that was never acceptable in my household was walking around in the nude, like not even as like um, a child. I mean, like probably as a toddler, like I probably did, but like I really don't remember that. But, you know, I was always like pretty much clothed and even like growing up like as a, as a tween, as a teen, um, you know, I wasn't even allowed to walk around the house in my underwear or, you know, my, like my shorts couldn't be too short because like my bum would be hanging out. I always had to wear a bra underneath my clothing because like if, if like you saw like the shape of my nipples or anything under my shirt, like it just, I don't know, like very, um, like that kind of a thing. And I didn't, and I always thought that that was like super normal. I mean, I didn't like it because obviously, you know, before bed, I just wanted to fucking walk around the house in my underwear. And I was like, ugh, like, why do I need to cover up? Like I'm in my home. I don't get it. But it was just growing up, you know, that's just how um, we were raised. And, you know, I thought that there was like, like, I just thought that that was the way that it was until, you know, I started talking to some of my friends about it. And, you know, they, they still like, they'll, they'll just walk around their house in the nude and they'll just be like, you know, they'll be going to get in the shower. Like they'll still be living at home and they'll go to get in the shower and they'll just, you know, walk past, you know, their mum in the kitchen cooking dinner in the nude and they'll just be like, oh, like I'm going to have a shower. And their mum's like, all right, sweetie. And I'm just, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like that would never fucking happen in my house. I don't think my mum's seen me naked since I was like a child. Like literally, like I don't, like she hasn't seen me naked. I remember, I, oh God, I remember being like, I don't know, 10. I want to say I, probably like 10. Because like when I was a kid, I don't know, I think everybody's had fucking worms at some point. 
I don't know if I should be putting this on the fucking internet. But I think that everybody's had like worms at some point. Anyway, but I remember like I was like 10 and I had, I don't know, a bit of an itchy bum. <laughs> this is so stupid, but I had a bit of an itchy bum. And I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe I've got worms. Like I haven't had worms in years, like not since I was like like small, small. You know, I was 10 years old, so I was still fucking small, small. But anyway, you get what I mean. And I was like, mom, like my bum's really itchy. Like what if I have worms? And she's like, um, I can check for you if you want me to. Otherwise we can go to the doctor. And I was like, I don't want to have to wait for the doctor. She's like, that's okay. Like I'm happy to check for you. And I was 10 and I was so embarrassed having to like pull my pants down and show my mom my bum in case I had worms. Turns out I didn't have worms. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Whereas I feel like some of my friends, you know, even at my age now, you know, like 23, I reckon if they fucking had an itchy bum and they reckon that they had worms, they'd just go up to their mum and they'd just be like, hey mum, like, check out my ass, like, do I have worms? And it'd just be totally normal, whereas that would just not fucking happen in my house. I don't live with my mum anymore. But, like, I don't know. And it's always been, and that's the thing, like, it's always been, like, really normal, like, with me and my friends. Like, I've pretty much seen all of my friends fucking naked. And it's, like, so fucking normal. And they've all seen me naked and it's, like, so normal. And, I don't know, it's, like, weird that... It's not, it's not even weird. It's just something that I'm thinking about now. But, like, how my my family haven't seen me naked. And not that I want my family to fucking see me naked. But, and it's, like, ingrained in my head that it's, like, not okay for them to see me naked. Even though, like, they are my blood. But, like, my blood hasn't seen me naked since I was, like, a small child. Whereas my friends still fucking see me naked half the time anyway now. You know what I mean? See, I think it's totally normal to be, like, walking around in the nude and, like, in my underwear or whatever. But it was just, like, not accepted in my house. And so I feel, like, weird if I'm in, like, little clothing around my family. I don't know. Even my mum. Like, I love my mum. Even when my mum comes over to my house now and I'm wearing underwear, like, I don't. I, I put on pants. Because <laughs> I'm like, she's going to say something. She's going to tell me to stop walking around in my underwear. <laughs> Another con with like growing up in a semi-conservative household is that like image is such a huge thing and I like and to a certain degree I think it's really important to have respect for yourself and to take pride in yourself. However, I think there is a line, especially in this day and age, um, where we post our like our lives on the internet and you know and I I am extremely unapologetically who I am in real life. However, like for the last, since I've had Instagram and it's only lately that I've been a little more genuine with my Instagram and even still, like I think I could be so much more genuine with it, but I'm just scared because I'm scared to ruin my image. I have absolutely no idea. Like I have absolutely no paranoia or hesitation <laughs> to tell my friends like like if I had worms I don't have worms just want to say that but I would have absolutely no fucking hesitation to tell my friends that I had worms in real life I would have no hesitation telling a fucking stranger on the street that I had worms but you know if I had worms I would never fucking tell this podcast and this this is not me trying to cover up the fact that I have worms I genuinely like I don't have fucking worms but because image is such a big thing, like growing up in a semi-conservative household, like like my family don't even, like it's not even okay for me to be talking to my friends about certain things or whatever. Like, oh, this is a whole different fucking story. But when I was 19, I got so drunk that I shut the bed. <laughs> if my mum knew that I was putting this story on the internet, 
I would get a hiding. Like, I, I would get a fucking hiding. She she fucking hates the fact that I tell people just in my general life or that I even tell my, like, the, like our extended family that. I think it's fucking hilarious. I got so absolutely off my, like, so completely paralytic, like, different universe drunk that I shut the bed. <laughs> I don't, I don't sleep on that mattress anymore. <laughs> my brother does. <laughs> But image is, is it, it, like your image is such a big thing. And so my Instagram and my Facebook have always been nice photos of me or like respectable photos of me or like, you know, maybe not the most flattering photo of me, but like I'm on holiday with my family, you know, like if I ever posted a photo in my underwear, oh God, the world would end. The world would end. And I don't know, it's still ingrained in my brain. And like as much as, you know, even like having, I've got a bikini photo on my Tinder at the moment. That took a lot for me to put up there. I was like, oh my God. And I and I am so happy to take a bikini photo and like have it on my phone, look at it myself, share my friends, like maybe post it on my Snap because I've only really got people that I kind of know on my Snap. Um, but like my Instagram, I and I have since made my Instagram public. I've previously spoken in a different episode about how my Instagram was private, but I made it public because I entered some competition for like a, a festival and I want to tag festivals when I post photos from that festival. So, and I plan on going to a lot of festivals this year, as I think I've mentioned in a previous episode as well. So yeah, I just, I'm leaving my, my profile on public at the moment. Um, but yeah, even like posting, if I was to post like a bikini photo on my Instagram, like it takes like, it takes it take a lot and like I've never posted a photo on any of my socials in like my underwear even though that's such a fucking common thing and it's not even necessarily like it's not a bad thing at all like it doesn't even have to be like a a sexy thing either I've got people I've got like friends in my life who have had babies and they've posted photos of them in their underwear but they're pregnant and everybody loves it but I think that like and you know I, I think even if I was to do like even if I was pregnant and I posted a photo of my underwear I think like the world would still end I don't know it's a, it's a weird, having something ingrained in your brain your entire life, like, and the image is such an issue and you can't say certain things. But then there's me who's like, so fucking extremely open about my life. And, you know, I'm good at keeping other people's secrets, but keeping my own secrets, I, just, I can't, I'm very bad at that. <laughs> and I feel like with this whole, like, image thing as well, it's, it's this, it's this, the lack of freedom, like, to be to be completely like yourself and to be completely an individual and to be completely unique and like, you know, your image, like, I feel like it's, it's you conforming to society, you know, by, by playing into this, like, you know, you have to be a respectable person of society and blah, blah, blah. And I just, I don't know, I fucking hate that. And I want to rebel against that because I'm like, fuck society. You know what I mean? Like, and I really, I really want to be this like professional businesswoman one day. And, you know, as much as like, I would love to do only fans to some degree there's there's one part of the the reason that I'm not doing it is because I don't want to risk the relationship that I have with my family over it because they are semi conservative I don't and because and two because it's been ingrained in my head that posting that kind of stuff my body and that is is not okay with anybody other than my significant other and then three because I don't want to jeopardize my future career as a businesswoman by doing that either. So, which is so fucked up. You know, one day when I am a businesswoman, like, I, like, if you have a fucking OnlyFans, like, I'd like to think that 
I'm still grounded enough and that I still have the same morals and I still feel the way that I do now about like, cause I would love to employ people who, you know, fuck that. Like, you know, so long, I, I just believe that if, if you're a good person, like if you treat people well, like I genuinely think that that's all that matters and you, you can do whatever the fuck you, you want with your time and whatever. And you know, I, I, I don't know. I, image is just such a funny topic with some people and I think it's it's a very old-fashioned way of thinking and I love and I, I just I'm so like grateful that I am in the generation that I am in because I think that if I was born a generation early or two generations early or before that oh god I'd be like in the gutter someone would have definitely thrown me in the bin for expressing my opinion <laughs> already multiple times that's like as well, like in high school, I had a YouTube channel and um, it was my research project. I don't know whether they still do research project. It was like a topic that we had to do in high school. Um, so I went to um, a public high school here in Adelaide in Australia and um, we did this topic called research project where you pretty much like, um, yeah, you just research a topic and then you, yeah, you've got to present this whole like portfolio type sitch on it. I don't even remember fucking school was years ago. I'm like three years out of uni now already. Oh my god, I'm three years out of uni already. I don't even want to fucking think about that. Ah. But when I had my YouTube channel, like I, mum, um, mum said it wasn't a good idea for me to have my my real name on the internet, for, mainly for safety reasons because I started my YouTube channel when I was like fourteen or something, just like posting really shitty videos, and they're they're all private by the way, so you can't fucking find them. <laughs> good luck. But my my name on YouTube was Winnie J because Joy is my middle name, so that was the J, and Winnie was has always pretty much been my nickname. It was my nickname in high school, and some people still call me Winnie now. But the other reason was because it was like an image thing. Like, what if an employer found my YouTube channel underneath my actual name, and they didn't like they didn't approve of you know you know what I posted, even though what I was posting was literally like really shitty videos but they were just like so innocent they were about fashion and whatever and and that's the other thing as well like I couldn't I couldn't talk about things like sex or drugs or alcohol or tell my crazy stupid teenage stories as much as I wanted to you know I had to I felt like I had to conform to this like image that was acceptable for the internet and the public eye even though I am literally a fucking no one and no one fucking watched me I got to I got to like a top of just over a thousand subscribers so like no one fucking knew me, <laughs> a thousand people, you know, and, and a lot of them were just like older men. I found out watching my um, analytics, even like doing this podcast. I, it's, I think that's why I'm also really fucking inconsistent with it as well, because every time I go to film, film, what am I? <laughs> every time I go to record an episode, I think like, should I even be doing this? Like, should I be talking about this? And I don't know if you can hear the hesitation in my voice a lot of the time, but I'm like, oh, like, I just have this internal struggle. I've like, when I talk to my friends, I'm so fucking loud and I'm so open and I tell you every little intricate detail. And sometimes my friends are like, oh my gosh, that's a bit too much information, but I'm just such an open person. Whereas when it comes to putting things on the internet, because everything's like, it'll be on the internet for forever. And because like, you know, the public has access to this and, you know, it might affect my image and it might affect my employability and it might affect my life. And, oh, just this like fucking, you know, butterfly effect of shit that it might affect. I hesitate so much and I feel like I even restrict what I say on here. And so even though, you know, 
like, I don't know, you listening might find what I'm saying, like, super fucking open, you know, me telling you about how I had fucking worms as a kid. But, you know, like, me telling my friends, I'd probably go into even more fucking detail about that. But I just, I, I have such a conflicting feeling about having this podcast. I absolutely love expressing myself, but, and that's, I have not told my mum about this, because I'm so scared that she's going to judge me. My mum, and that's the thing as well, like, growing up in a, like, a semi-conservative household, like, my mum will love me no matter what. Like my mum, if even if I fucking if if I killed someone, like if I if I ever killed someone, my mum would be like, "Well, I, you know, you must have had a really good reason for doing that." And she wouldn't like she wouldn't judge me for it. Like she'd still love me. Like my mum would love me no matter what. But I'd, I I seek my mum's approval, and I think that that was a very good thing growing up because it it taught me like oh, is what I'm doing right? Like, and I would always like second guess. And because like my mum, you know, growing up, I thought my mum knew everything. I was like, okay. And my mum is a respected person of society. And my mum is just, just a wonderful person in general. But I also, I've always sought out my mum's approval for things. And I just don't think that my mum would approve of this podcast and that she'd, she wouldn't judge me for it, but she'd be, she would, she'd definitely have, she'd definitely give me a lecture on why this is a bad idea and why what I've posted already is not a good idea to keep on the internet and why I should probably delete it or why I should be more conservative about what I talk about. And so that's why I haven't told her. And I fucking hate that I haven't told my mom because I tell my mom everything. I love my mom. I love sharing everything with my mom. Okay. Maybe some things I don't tell her and I don't go into details with her because she definitely doesn't need to know some things, but I don't know, I don't think this podcast is such a bad thing to tell her, but I don't because I just know that she wouldn't approve of me being so fucking open on the internet. Oh, it's such a conflicting feeling that I have. I absolutely love and adore my mum. I just think it's so funny the way that she thinks about things because I just think so fucking differently. And I find it so interesting because we are so similar in so many ways and everybody will tell us so. However, like just the way she thinks about, I don't know, like she's just, she's she's got a lot, yeah, she's a lot more conservative like minded than I am whereas I'm more just like I'm gonna you know just blurt out everything and be completely myself and I'll let the pieces fall where they may kind of a thing like I my mum plays plays life fairly safely very safely actually my mum plays life safe whereas I just I don't know I would I would rather leave a burning blazing fucking you know chaotic path and have an amazing crazy fucking life than play my life safe like I would rather experience everything to the fullest and just go wild and just you know and I am addicted to chaos and I just you know I want to like I love the chaotic life and I love I don't know I just I'm so passionate and I I can't contain it (laughs) and I just don't ever see myself as someone who will play life safe even things like, like the other day, like I was showing on my brother's girlfriend, like this video of me drunk off my fucking ass. And I thought it was hilarious because it's just so stupid. Oh my God. I just looked like a fucking idiot in this video. And so I showed, I showed, um, my brother's girlfriend and she laughed too. She thought it was funny. And then my mom comes and watches the video and she's like, and she got, <laughs> she got angry about it. She's like, why, why, why are you proud of this? Like, why are you showing people this? This isn't funny. This is just stupid. And I'm like, but that's why it's funny mom, because it's stupid. And I just, I don't know. My mom, she just makes me laugh because she just, 
doesn't get it. I don't know. She just does not think the way that I do. You know how some people, like, when some people fall over, and it's funny. My, okay, my mum my mom is one of these people. Like, she will, she, like, if, it, like, if someone falls over, like, we'll, we'll laugh at that person. That show, Funny Home Videos, um, it was, like, an Australian, like, cable TV show. And it just used to be people, like, fucking up and hurting themselves. Fuck, that was a hilarious TV show. But there have been a couple people that I've met in my life that just don't find people falling over funny. And I just, I would never understand that. And you know what, that's okay. Some people just think differently. But the reason that this is such a conflicting thing was because I was brought up by my mum. And I want my mum's approval. And so with the things I know that I'm not going to get approval for, I keep a secret. (laughs) Like this podcast. (laughs) Oh, I hate myself. So in conclusion, I am extremely grateful for how I was brought up. And I absolutely love my mum with every fibre of my being and every piece of my soul. I I adore my mum and I adore my family. I adore my nan and my grandparents and, you know, my brothers. He's always all right. And, you know, like, and there are, there are definitely pros to going up the way that I did. Like, I, you know, I do think that I've got good morals and good ethics and I wasn't brought up as a brat. I wasn't spoiled. You know, tantrums weren't tolerated. Um, There may have been a little bit of emotional repression there, but um, it's made me strong. It's given me a tough skin. But being the person that I am, who is just extremely chaotic and passionate and crazy and just addicted to chaos in general, I definitely do not want to live a conservative lifestyle, but I also don't want to fuck up my my future so it's always been a battle and I think I'm taking baby steps to figuring out a good balance because that's what life is about it's about balance I'm also a Libra and so my my star sign is the scales (laughs) life's about balance and so I'm forever learning we're always forever learning and I love that we're always forever learning but I'm definitely not a conservative person I definitely have respect for myself and I definitely take pride in myself. I definitely have pride, but I am also unapologetically who I am and I am a fucking nutcase. (laughs) But if you are a conservative person, there is nothing wrong with that. You can be conservative. Oh my goodness. Like that is on you. If that is how you want to be, if that is how you want to live your life, oh my gosh, be as conservative as you wish. And if you are the complete opposite end of that spectrum and you want to just if you want to be a radical that is also okay live your life as a radical I'm finding my and if you want to make this a spectrum like conservative to radical I'm just finding my place on that spectrum I think it's just about learning to accept yourself and I'm definitely still learning to accept myself and I probably always will be learning to accept myself because you know my, my life and my identity and Everything in general will just, it'll always ebb and flow and change. And life truly is a journey and I am so fucking here for it. Anyway, that is the end of this week's episode. If you're listening, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. Bye.